0: Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state.
1: Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga.
0: Coming to you from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us for the first time, we welcome you. We're glad you're tuning in on iTunes or Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And for those of you who are regulars, thank you guys for supporting our podcast as we start our third year running. That's awesome. We really appreciate it. And you guys out there are awesome as well. So thank you. When we first started this podcast project in 2017, one goal we had was to encourage our listeners with these inspirational business stories. We see many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about. My team is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great career and business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are really getting it done And I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences, and most importantly, their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Jeremy Turner and his company, Epic Mission. Jeremy, are you ready to get down to business?
1: I am. Let's do this.
0: Yeah, Jeremy, thank you so much, man. I'm glad to have you on the show today to to share your story. Jeremy Turner is the founder and managing director of Epic Mission, located in Huntington, West Virginia. And of course, that's in Cabell County. Jeremy is a native of Huntington, West Virginia. He holds a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology from Marshall University and an MBA with a focus on entrepreneurship and family enterprise from Louisiana State University at Shreveport. Jeremy has served in leadership roles for industry giants and grassroots startup ventures within the for-profit and nonprofit sectors both. At Epic Mission, they build and restore thriving, resilient, hope-filled communities across Appalachia and beyond. Their mission is to engage, encourage, and empower entrepreneurs, nonprofits, and small businesses to hashtag be the change they wish wish to see in the world. Their services range from strategic planning, business model development, and community needs assessments to individual and group leadership coaching and entrepreneurial development. I love that. Jeremy's personal mantra is to serve others and those who serve others. I invited Jeremy on the show today to talk about his company, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into his business in West Virginia. Jeremy, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief brief intro that I just gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company.
1: Great. Well, thank you again for having me on the show and sure. uh, for allowing me this opportunity to share a little bit about Epic and, and what it is that we do. So, Epic really formed out of some of my own experience, my own frustrations, Mm -hmm. Um, and this is a a typical entrepreneurial journey. Um, You know, entrepreneurs typically encounter something that frustrates them, and then they begin to recognize an opportunity and say, well, you know, if it frustrates me, then perhaps it frustrates other people, Mm -hmm. and there may just be a business here. So, uh, during my time in working with with very large corporations and then working in the startup realm, for-profit, nonprofit, I found that... there seemed to be a lack of, of really um, you know, good holistic and, and practical guidance available uh, at the time. And I, I was in Charlotte when I launched Charlotte, North Carolina, when I, when I launched this firm, um, once you become a very large corporation or a large nonprofit, there there are tons of, of uh, great entities like uh, McKinsey and Boston consulting and, and other, other entities out there, but especially for the younger, um, you know, startup or early stage organizations, uh, who are oftentimes feel like underdogs, yeah. I, I personally had experienced, there really wasn't a lot of, of good help there. So, mm. um, you know, as, as someone who I, I'm a fixer, I'm a doer of things, I said, mm. well, you know, if not me, then who? And uh, started Epic Mission as a means of, of filling in the gap and, and coming alongside these, these uh, heroes of change, as I've, uh, as I've coined them, mm. the, the entrepreneurs, the nonprofits, the small businesses that are out there, Uh, filling gaps in society, uh, bringing new products and services to the market, um, bringing jobs into communities and and making the world a better place. Um, That can be a lonely and and frustrating uh, journey to be on. And so at Epic Mission, we desire to to meet people where they are, come alongside them, let them know they're not alone, and then jump in and say, firstly, we're not going to judge you. Um, Let's get this done. Let's figure out what what, um, you know, where your, where your, what your goals are, where you seek Mm. to go and let's begin to move you forward in a a meaningful, very intentional way by providing these, these practical, holistic and and affordable, uh, range of services.
0: Yeah, for sure. Jeremy, that sounds, sounds awesome. Now, you know, obviously, you know, you've been an entrepreneur. When, when did that Mm. journey start and how did you get in, you know, into this line of work of coaching and consulting?
1: You know, and looking back, uh, I've always, um, you know, been a person that, that folks came to, to ask for advice, uh, you know, back all the way into, um, you know, into my school days. And through my professional career, working with, again, with, with uh, you know, various companies, for-profit, nonprofit. I, I naturally took on this role of, of mentoring others and, and coaching others and, um, you know, team development, individual development. Hmm. And I just, I found that, you know as it as it related to my my employment within uh more structured environments i i couldn't really find a a company or or an organization that i fit well into because i question everything <laughs> and if if you're familiar with corporate structures uh, they typically don't like you to question things mm, exactly and yep. it was never a means of of you know personal challenge and you know i'm going to push back and, and buck the system it, it was really uh, I've always had this childlike curiosity and wanted to learn everything I possibly could about everything. Um, and so for those, those teachers or those coworkers or um, you know bosses that got that, I, I did really well, but unfortunately there were a few of those. And so I found I'm, I'm sort of, um you know, the unlikely uh, or hesitant entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I found my way into entrepreneurship because I was just frustrated with not, um, I just didn't feel like I fit in to the, the corporate structures, because again, I questioned challenged because I want the best of myself and, and those around me. And so I would question things. Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's awesome. <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, so, so I asked you, know, the kind of the first part of that question was kind of circling back to that. When did you, mm-hmm. when did you start your entrepreneur journey? In other words, what time, what, what time frame was that?
1: Yeah. So in their early 2000s, okay. um, you know, I, I had some 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 side hustle, uh, various things that I did. Yep. Um I, I've had a number of different businesses, uh, I've launched uh, multiple nonprofits and been involved in launching of, of multiple nonprofits. So when when I talk about entrepreneurship,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I include uh, the nonprofit space sure. in there. Yeah. Because um, you know, for me, the the identification of a problem and then uh, the journey, towards solving a problem, yeah. um, that's entrepreneurial. Absolutely. Um, I, I, as I teach entrepreneurship at Marshall university and the Lewis college of business there, um, myself and my colleagues, we teach that, that, uh, entrepreneurship, th- this isn't a, um, uh, the entrepreneurial mindset, th- this isn't just a, a business discipline. It's a, it's more of a mindset. It's a way of thinking. Absolutely. And it's not just for Um, you know, for business folks, uh, people with MBAs and such. It's really for everybody. I think that's
0: great insight for sure. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's interesting because, you know, not, you know, I've never met you in person, but just reading a little bit about you and, and, and discovering uh, some of the information you have out there online. It's like, you know, a lot of people, um, Especially today, you see a lot of young people have, Mm -hmm. you know, in their Instagram profile, founder and entrepreneur, but they don't really, they haven't really done anything. (laughs) But here you, here for 20 years or so, you've been doing this and and Mm -hmm. helping people and coaching and, and bringing people alongside. Uh, you know your team and, and helping them foster their business and grow their companies and, and nonprofits and I think that's really cool and and you hit on something really I, I think important and that's kind of the theme of this show is really you know the the entrepreneurial mindset is, is that mm-hmm. you know we can we can all learn from each other you know and and really um, thinking about that that mindset as you put it I think that's a great way of thinking about it because it's not you know, and it, I'm not saying it's a DNA thing. You're not born with that. Some mm-hmm. of us are, right? Some of us aren't. We have that that yearning that we want to start something. We don't want to listen to the corporate America, like you got you to kind of put it, you know, we don't want to take direction. <laughs> we want to see what we can start, what we can grow, what we can develop. And I think that's really cool. So let, let's talk a little bit more in-depth about Epic Mission. And yeah. I'd like to learn, you know, like, what is what is it that you tell people that you do? In other words, in, in your 30-second pitch, can you can you whittle it down to a couple sentences for us?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I, I could go into the, uh, um, if you're familiar with Simon Sinek and, and oh, the whole yeah. inside-out messaging, right? So, yep. um, if you've noticed, that's, that's how we, we've crafted our messaging. So, yep. we, we seek to partner with individuals and organizations to, um, build and restore thriving, resilient, hope-filled communities. Hmm. You know, our belief is that when the communities are thriving, resilient, and hope-filled, they're filled with people who are thriving, resilient, and hope-filled, hmm. and, and the world just naturally becomes a better place. So, you know, in a nutshell, you know, I, I could talk about you know strategic planning or individual coaching or mm-hmm. or any of these service things. That's more transactional.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What we do is very personal. It's more relational. What we seek to do, really in essence, is to restore hope or, uh, you know, help people develop hope if they've never had it. Hmm.
0: That's awesome. And
1: so, yeah. you know, we find it's a very, very personal journey. And it, it transcends business or, you know, any of these concepts. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a personal relationship with mm-hmm. individuals within companies or, or those who seek to launch, um, launch uh, initiatives.
0: Yeah. Jeremy, what <clears throat> would you say is the thing you're most excited about for your organization right now?
1: Well, uh, I, I just, I think that there's a, an enormous continues to be an enormous opportunity across West Virginia, across Appalachia. Um, you know, as someone from this area, uh, you know, I, I mentioned already the this underdog concept, yeah. um, we have much opportunity to, to continue to grow and develop and really, I think catch the world by surprise. Um, those from Appalachia, I think many of us, um, you know, recognize how much opportunity we have here. Uh, some don't, you know, because we, we've sort of um, become downtrodden and beaten down and, and whatever, uh, which is unfortunate as part of our mission is to help to, to restore people. But mm. for those who may not be familiar with Appalachian and, and even more specifically West Virginia, I think we we have um, a wonderful tale that is being crafted now that we're right in the middle of. Mm-hmm. There's some amazing things happening, uh, things that are happening behind the scenes that um, haven't quite bubbled up yet,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and and but they're coming and so i I just challenge everyone uh stay encouraged and so along with that our tagline is guiding heroes of change and Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about be the change and together we are the change yeah my my belief is that we lose the right to complain after a certain bit we we all need to vent but then it turns into complaining if we aren't willing to get up and go do something about Mm -hmm. it and being the change is is very active it's not thinking the change or consider the change or I wonder about the change. It's being the change. It's very, very active. Mm -hmm. And so I'd encourage um, individuals and organizations to be the change that you wish to see in the world. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was, uh, I think it was Gandhi that that said something about uh, if you ever doubt the power of one, go to bed with a mosquito.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right, a- absolutely. So, Jeremy, talk a little bit about you know you mentioned Appalachia a couple times. What what uh, what's the geographic market that Epic Mission serves?
1: Yeah, so we we actually work all over the country. Um, you know, so I founded this company in, in 2013 in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, while living there. Mm-hmm. Really, always felt a call to come home, mm-hmm. and and home being West Virginia. Uh, Charlotte was a place I lived, and I've got some great friends there, and had some fantastic experiences. I met my wife in Charlotte, so it will always be very dear to me, but West Virginia is my home. And so I wanted to, um, you know, my wife and I wanted to come here, uh, to back to West Virginia. And so we're very specifically and very intentionally targeting, uh, West Virginia, Ohio and Kentucky as, as far as Appalachia goes, but we work in Florida or Indiana or California or Texas. It really, we really go wherever we're needed um and you know we can appear appear personally as needed but you know with the power of technology we can really work anywhere in the world
0: yeah i like that a lot for sure how many employees do you
1: have the the, the great thing about epic mission is we have one employee and that's me awesome, and we yeah. do that uh for this reason um we're very very conscious of of our own personal overhead um you know for a time uh, for example, folks would say, well, OK, so let me meet you at, at your office. And I'd say, well, you know, I, I don't maintain a, a, a big brick and mortar office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I might, um, you know, meet you at the pair of bread or, you know, now yeah. a co-working space. Yeah. And, they, and at first, folks would, would sort of, you know, screw up their face and wrinkle their nose and say, well, what do you mean you don't have an office? And I'd say, well, you know, I can surely go buy an office or, you know, rent a, a large office space right now. Uh, that would mean that I have to pay you more or I have to charge you more rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you'd like me to charge you double, I, I'll go get an office today. And so then, <laughs> you know, suddenly the it, it was okay that we'd meet at Panera Bread. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I work at home, I work at a wherever, but also um, uh, myself and and my, my friend Brian Shaw, we, we co-founded a co-working space in Huntington called Coworks. Awesome. And so I maintain an office there.
0: That's very cool. Back in uh, 2000, uh, uh, 2011, I started um, my company Interaction Media, and we started mm-hmm. uh, with my partner um, started a co-working space in downtown Morgantown, and mm. uh, it was <laughs> it was at a time where uh, nobody even knew what that word was, but it was mm-hmm. a concept that was flourishing all around the co- or all, all around the world actually, in in the United States, right. in the big cities, it was happening and. We visited several around the country and, and brought the concept mm-hmm. to Morgantown. And that's how we got started. So, I'm kind of I'm well, pretty that. pretty familiar with that um, that concept. Um, our our company was called Space Camp, S B A S E C A M P, and it stood for Small Business Base Camp, basically. And it was really co- it. I love I love the co working concept for sure. So that's really neat. Uh, so what would you say? You know, obviously you started. Uh, in, in Charlotte area, right, in 2013, mm-hmm. you move your company to West Virginia to bring it back home, as you say, which is – I love that. Obviously, that's one of our missions here at Positively West Virginia is to encourage people to start and bring businesses here. But what would you say, Jeremy, is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia?
1: So what – I think what, what many people don't realize is, is just how connected we are mm-hmm. in West Virginia. Yeah. You know, the, the very, very few degrees of separation – Um, you know, in, it took me a while to, to readjust to life in West Virginia and business in West Virginia, you know, being in in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, Mm -hmm. everyone was busy being busy and it was, it was like a a badge of honor. How busy are you today? And and how many hours have you worked and such? (laughs) And so it was a little, it was a little nuts. Um, and coming back here, I I had to very purposely slow down, Mm um, and uh, you know, I still get people asking me to send them a fax, which which throws me completely off. <laughs> um, but it, it's the people here mm-hmm. and the stories that we have here mm-hmm. and the, very, the, the wonderful willingness of, of individuals to stop and say, you know, I, I don't have anything, but I'm still going to help you. Uh, I'll give you everything that I don't have, um, you know, just the selflessness and, and the huge heart of, mm-hmm. of, of, our, of our people. And, you know, for those who may not have ever lived here that, that, that move here. I think, um, I think there's something, there's something magical about West Virginia that just captures people.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, surely we, we hear the, all the, all the negative, you know, the, there's all the, the, um, you know, the, the doom and, and gloom mongers out there, yeah. uh, at Epic mission, we choose to be hope mongers instead, mm. uh, and, and really push that message. But the greatest thing about being in West Virginia, I think is, is the people and the amazing opportunity we have here, uh, for all sorts of business, um, um, you know, whether it's consulting or, or whatever it happens to be, and yep. so when I when I first started talking to my friends in Charlotte about moving back home, they said, "My God, you're going to be out of business. Hmm. Uh, what are you going to do?" And I said, I'm, "I'm not going to be out of business. Just watch. You know, we're we're it's going to be fine." And so coming back and, and rekindling old relationships and hmm. building new relationships that are really really strong because you know our people people here value um, you know interpersonal communication and they value um, you know the, the power of relationship. Yeah, that's here.
0: strong. Yep, I like that, Jeremy. Um, even though our podcast is called Positively West Virginia, I often, every time actually, ask our guests to to share with us their worst business moment. I feel like there's a lot that can be um, learned mm-hmm. uh, through you know sharing those experiences. So take us to that place of your worst experience you've had. You know since the early 2000s, starting a company and being an entrepreneur out there in the world. Tell us your story.
1: Yeah. So, um, what I think one of the things that, that uh, isn't discussed enough in entrepreneurship is failure. Mm. And so, you know, in, in my teaching and, and in my, in my work, I, I seek to, to to demystify failure. We're taught in, in our culture that failure is not an option Win at all cost. Mm. And that's really garbage. Um, we, we fail all day, every day, either big or small and anything worth doing is worth uh, putting on the line and facing failure. So, uh, I have failed in, in many ways. And, and one of the ways that, that, um, that I did fail is so with, with a business partner, um, I, I had a, another company, uh, that was a, a, a college consulting business, hmm. uh, growing up, I didn't, uh, I, I did very well in school and got good grades and, um, you know, played multiple sports. I had no idea how to do college, uh, how to pick a school, how to, how to uh, pick a career, how to get admitted. And how did that go broke in the process? And yeah. so, you know, again, like entrepreneurs, I've, um, you know, founded a company to, to go and attack this problem and we launched in Charlotte <clears throat> and, um, we grew really fast and, and over the course of several years, we'd worked with families in 29 States and five foreign countries, hundreds of families, wow. helping them figure out how to pick schools, how to pick careers, how to get admitted and how to pay the least amount possible. Um, but bubbling up behind the scenes, uh, with my, with my co-founder, a uh, business partner, there was this interpersonal stuff and, um, you know, I don't know if it was petty jealousies, if it was just lack of business experience, it, it was just a lot of things. And mm-hmm. so, um, he had a vision and I had a vision and those weren't, they, they weren't the same vision, mm-hmm. um, anymore. And so, um, eventually I just said, you know what, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore uh, and he, he bought out my half the company and, and I, I rolled on and it was really, man, it hurt a lot because the work was really personal because it was something I, I had personally experienced. Hmm. Um, yeah. and so experiencing a, a business failure where this business that was launched was like a child that I was co-raising with someone else, um, to see it fail and the, the business is no longer in existence anymore. It went on for a little bit after I left, but wow. Um, well, Jeremy, it, what's, it, it what, just what's
0: your, uh, what's your one takeaway from that experience? Kind of sum it up in a sentence or two.
1: Yeah. So you know, getting into business with someone else is, is, is like any other sort of serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got to take your time and make sure that you, you do know this other person. And from a, from a business standpoint, um, you know, putting documentation in place that outlines, uh, what can happen and what will happen in the event of, of a, of a failure of a split. Yeah. Um, you know laying laying out all the all the business documentation so um mm, yeah absolutely you know it's contingency planning yeah. um you know it's not like you, you go into go into a marriage planning for divorce but mm-hmm. in business, you you do need to go in planning for what happens if if uh, if we need to split.
0: Yeah, it's a great takeaway. Having a an operating agreement and a buy-sell mm-hmm. agreement that's uh, that's well thought out and agreed upon mm-hmm. is, is essential for sure in a partnership. So, so thanks for now sharing that. I would say, that.
1: If, uh, yep. if I may, that, you know, the other big thing that, that relates, I think, more universally is that uh, failure is an event. It's not a person. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I I took it very, very personally. It hurt me a lot, Mm -hmm. uh, until I got my head wrapped around, okay, so I learned a a ton in, in this process that I continue to use now. I mean, you know, you just, you brought this up, um, you know, what's, what's my biggest failure. And so now I get to share this with other people in hopes that it might help them.
0: Exactly. Well, and that gives you, um, credibility, so to speak. It gives you that uh, authority because you've been Mm -hmm. there, you've seen it. I have a I have a, a friend that says I don't trust anybody without a limp, meaning that <laughs> you know if they, if they're if you know it's a it's a metaphor, of course, but you sure. know, the idea is that you've 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 paid your dues, you've seen it, you've been there, and now you have uh, authority to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, that's a pretty incredible story. I, I want to take a second, Jeremy, just to mention some of our incredible sponsors, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these companies that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia in business. Our guest today, once again, is Jeremy Turner. His company is Epic Mission, based in Huntington, West Virginia. Jeremy, let's get back to it. What's the vision? You talked about vision a little bit ago. What's Mm -hmm. the vision for Epic Mission long term? Yeah, so,
1: you know, a vision is is supposed to be... You know inspirational and and much bigger than than we can achieve on our own Mm -hmm. and um, maybe possibly bigger than we could ever actually achieve at all so we see these these heroes of change out there just going at it every single day Um, and so our vision is a future where these heroes of change uh, wherever they may be are fully equipped to move more confidently in the direction of their dreams They, they have everything that they that they need from a from a resource standpoint, where it's human, financial, physical, or technological resource yeah. from a knowledge standpoint, yeah. and, and where these heroes of change begin to band together for deeper impact so that they can amplify uh, what it is they're doing to make the world a better place.
0: That's great, that's great. What's one piece of advice you would give to young people who might be listening to this podcast and maybe thinking about an entrepreneurial journey or stepping out there, starting something? What's one piece of advice you would give to them?
1: Find the thing that, that uh, that resonates deeply with you. Um, so entrepreneurship, you know, we see all these examples on, on TV and in media in general of these entrepreneurs and, and they're driving their Lamborghinis and, and living in, in uh million dollar mansions. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's the exception. There's nothing wrong with being a lifestyle entrepreneur, which is someone who goes and launches a business that, um, you know, solves a local problem or, uh, and, and allows them to afford a lifestyle for the family. There's nothing wrong with that, regardless mm-hmm. of, of who tells you that, yeah. uh, find something that, that resonates with you, something you can be passionate about because entrepreneurship is a grind. Mm-hmm. And if you're not passionate about it, any excuse will do when it comes to quitting, Yeah, that's great. um, maintain a, a, a growth mindset and stay curious and continue to challenge yourself personally and professionally to learn every single day, uh, things outside your, your, your defined area. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, you're working, um, as a, you're, you're starting a, a mechanic shop. Hmm. Go learn something about psychology and, and interpersonal relations. Yeah. You know, don't just focus on the thing.
0: Absolutely. Jeremy, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to <clears throat> your success that you're seeing?
1: It's, it's that it's what I just spoke of. Uh, there really two yep. things. Uh, yep. you know, I, uh, I do my best to maintain a so that the goldfish memory of mm-hmm. letting yesterday go because I, I can't do anything about it other than learn from it, <clears throat> and then constantly challenge myself to learn. Um, so I'm an avid reader and and listener of audiobooks mm. and uh, podcasts and and uh, you know like yours and and um, you know videos just really anywhere I can uh, you know conversations. I'm I'm seeking to learn things from other people. Yeah. and then taking the time to just take a step back from from my days and say what did I learn today incredible and how yeah. might I apply this moving That's forward great
0: stuff right there what's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs business people out there
1: you know I, I get that question a lot <clears throat> and um, you know I, I could I could recommend anything from Simon Sinek uh the, from, um, Malcolm Gladwell or, or, uh, Seth Godin or Jim Collins, mm. I, I have to go back to the start with why, yeah. um, starting with why from cynic. I, I think yeah. that when you can find again, when you can find the thing that you're most passionate about, um, other things will begin to fall in place for you, or you you'll find, yeah, I think entrepreneurship, uh, it, it feels like this, this sort of wandering journey. Uh, many times people feel sort of aimless. And I think when you can find your why, it gives you that guide star, that north star to point to, to say, that's where I'm heading uh, towards that. Uh, with an understanding that it's more journey than destination. And that, you know, you, if, you're, if you're driving down the road, you don't just hold the wheel in, in, in place and drive in a straight line. You've got to course correct along the way. And so understanding the court, natural, there's a natural course of, of, of course correction along with your journey.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's good stuff. Jeremy, what's one, uh, what's one of the biggest challenges you face in, in business right now?
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know, with, with any sort of, um, I think service related business, it's, it's, um, you know, finding the next customer. Uh, I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's always a struggle. Um, you know, so in a, in a, in a business like mine, I'm working in the business and working on the business, meaning, you know, I've got current clients, there's work I'm, I'm doing for them, you know, it's research or report writing or coaching or, you know, whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have to keep an eye towards where is the next client coming from? Because, you know, we only, um, you know, we only eat what we kill mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a business like this and like many, yeah. you know, so it's, it's finding, I think finding proper balance between those two.
0: Yeah. How do you do that now? How, I mean, how do you attract new customers? What's the, what's the secret sauce there?
1: Yeah. So, you know, we, until, you know, a couple of months ago, we had never really, um, you know, done much in, in the way of, of formal marketing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're working with a company called local impact right now that that's, um, really, wor- uh, helping us develop out our, our marketing uh, plan and strategy for, for the years to come. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, it's been, it's been very grassroots. Um, it's been me getting out and meeting people and saying, tell me, what's your story. And, um, offering to review people's strategic plans or feasibility studies or needs assessments or, you know, whatever, uh, things for them and offering feedback, yeah. uh, meeting with people one-on-one and saying, tell me, you know, what's going on. And if I can help them, or, you know, if any of our people, if we can help them over the course of a short conversation, a cup of coffee, then, uh, we don't charge for that. That's a, that's a conversation and that's just us mm-hmm. doing good in the world, paying yeah. it forward. That's awesome. Jeremy Sensory Grassroots.
0: Yeah, this has been a great conversation. I've I've really in, you know enjoyed getting to, to know you a little bit uh, and some of the things that drive you and the, some of your philosophies on business and 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 making um, in, in restoring hope into areas of our, our country, especially our state. That uh, mm-hmm. may not feel that hope, and I feel like you have you're bringing a lot of value in the work that you're doing. So that's really a- amazing, and I, I my hats off to you on that. Uh, is there anything about Epic Mission and your company that you would like to uh, you know that we haven't touched on today mm-hmm. that you would like our uh, our listeners and our audience to uh, to learn about your company?
1: Yeah. So um, you know, many people I think think that they may believe that you know a consulting company uh, is that that's for somebody else. It's for a big company. I may not be able to afford that, or mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I don't really know how they would help me. We work with with individuals and organizations, everything from the I have an idea, um, or the beginnings of an idea, or God's called me to do something. Uh, what do we do? To organizations that have been around for a hundred plus years and are looking for some sort of internal uh, innovation, yeah, um, you know, sort of reimagining their own business model and such. Yeah. So we will talk with anybody and we don't charge for conversation yeah. um and as i said if we, if we can help somebody through the course of a short conversation then we'll give you everything we'll tell you uh you know hey go to this website read this book watch this video talk yeah. to this person do this thing yeah. because our belief is that you know if we can help you that quickly you're not our client um you know you're our, fr- uh, our friend in the community and, and we're part of the community community is one of our core values hmm. And, um, you know, stability and maintaining these relationships in the community is hugely important to us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. As we wrap up, Jeremy, how can our uh, listeners learn more about Epic Mission and maybe even get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, so uh, everyone's welcome to visit our website uh, at yourepicmission.com, Y O U R E P I C M I S S I O N, and they can, can begin to learn about us, and there's various means of, of contact embedded in the site. Uh, they can reach out to us in general uh, as a company or, or one of our people. Um, you can contact us at 800-507-4048. Um, you can call me directly, um, 704-650-7197. Uh, we're also on, on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You can find us there. Awesome. Our handles is, uh, uh, at your epic mission.
0: Awesome. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll make sure we have links to all that in the show notes as well. And, uh, you know, uh, I encourage people if you're thinking about a business or starting a business or even uh, as Jeremy said maybe you've had a company that's just looking to reinvent and reinvigorate and re-innovate uh, that would be great as well whether you're a prof, for-profit or non-pro, uh, non-profit or not-for-profit Jeremy mm-hmm. it's been a real honor to have you on the podcast today I really think what you're doing is is amazing and, and I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work
1: Jim thank you I appreciate it the honor is mine appearing on your show and you know, I appreciate the opportunity to share a little bit about um, our epic mission in hopes of inspiring others.
0: Yeah, that's great, man. Thanks thanks again, and I, I really appreciate what you're doing out there. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, wvnews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Mylan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people, doing amazing things all across the mountain state just like Jeremy Turner and his company Epic Mission in Huntington, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way inspire you and motivate you by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate all of your comments and encouragement along the way as well. Uh, on behalf of of our entire Positively West Virginia team. Until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.